Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome to Boobays. Boobays, that's right. We're your hosts. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Joshua. And today we're here to talk to you about a psychological yeah. kind of mindfuck. I would say very psychological. Um, I don't know what else you would call it because it's very much like you have a protagonist and antagonist and the antagonist way of getting to you is through your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of, I felt like as I was watching, I was like, wow, this must be Caitlin's ultimate fear. Like if she ever had a child. Yeah. Like, it did make me think for a little bit. I was like looking at it going, wow, God, why do people want kids? Yeah. Because honestly it could, even if it's not a demon turn into, um, figuratively a demon. Yeah. 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 And then thinking about like at the end with, uh, for those of you who haven't read the title, we're covering case 39 case today. 39. Um, but at the end, whenever she was like, mm. you're afraid, like you just wanted your mom to love you and mm. your mom, she hated herself and she hated you yeah. kind of thing. And I was like, oh God, what if I hate my child? Be- well, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you it, never know. That could be a thing, but also it's also playing on like, um, like parent issues. Like I'm going to say daddy, your mommy issues, but like, you know, cause it's true. Like everything is trauma and like you take that as a cycle into your, your children and stuff, you know, yeah. like our parents did with us. And, um, yeah, that's crazy. Like you said, I don't know why anybody would want a child and yeah. especially not this child. Lily's a fucking. Her beast. name is Lilith. Lilith. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. of course she's a demon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quite the embodiment. I'm, I'm seeing that the director, Christian Alvart, he is a German filmmaker but um, he doesn't have too many to his name. It's, it, there's not that. Let's see. He made Pandorum. I think I heard of that one. Hmm. But a, a lot of these, I, I don't know at all. That's wild. Um, but yeah, it's starring Renee Zellweger. Yes. Which we all know from, you know, Bridget Jones's Diary and I feel like a few other movies, but she was definitely made famous from that. Um, and then... We have Bradley Cooper, who I didn't remember was in this. Yeah. And also, I was like, when I saw him, I was like, whoa, Bradley Cooper, what are you doing here? It was pretty funny. Um, and yeah, I was a little shocked at first. I was like, what is that? Yeah, it was is that Bradley. him. It was and then Bradley. It, it was him. And then we also have um, Joe Del Ferland and Ian McShane. Um, and yeah, it's uh, 
pretty spot on. Uh, what we're starting with is basically um, it's a social worker. Um, she lands this case, uh, case 39 to be exact, and uh, things kind of start to unravel in a very supernatural and um, demonic way. Horrific. Uh, kind of um, really unfortunate because she was trying to do the most good thing I guess someone could do, and it turned out really horrible for her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> really bitter. In the I ass. would never be nice to anybody ever in my life again. After no. This. Yeah. Yeah. I'd uh-huh. be, I would also probably quit my line of work. Oh, yeah, for sure. Being like, never mind. Yeah. Especially because that's, that's just traumatizing. It is. Lily was quite quite the fucking beast the demon yeah um, she was a good little actress she was yeah. she really made me feel bad for her at the beginning mm-hmm. and stuff and then as she started like her demeanor changed mm-hmm. like especially whenever she was talking with doug oh yeah and the, the interrogate when he's like what are you afraid of situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 when the way that she's just like sassing off to him it was so mature it kind of reminded me of like orphan a little mm-hmm. bit because yeah. then i was like is this girl like twice what her actual like twice her age case and 39 just acting walked so the orphan could run yeah yeah that's what it's giving yeah um but you would let's take it from the top take it from the top we open with uh, a creepy looking man mm-hmm. it doesn't help that her parents are so disheveled yeah looking that it was like Honestly, it was easy though, to hate them 10 years how 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 yeah how once you figure it out it's what? like how are they still alive? How? 10 years? That's crazy. I'm and also then, just, a, well, she, like Emily, they said. I love how the dad was like, 10 years? You've had it for two fucking months. Like, yeah. Don't tell like, me. Like, don't come at me. Literally. This is, you have no idea what He's we've like, been through. weak bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we, we opened up on crazy looking mom and dad and um, a creep, even creepier house as well. Yeah. And I love how they're basically ch- checking in to make sure that their kiddo is asleep. But, you know, usually parents do that to make sure their kids asleep because they need to behave and they need to get their rest. But these parents are like checking to see if she's asleep because they want to fucking murder her. Yeah, they want to kill her. And it looks and that they're way, also too. terrified of her. Yeah. It looks like they are up to no good Mm -hmm. whenever they open the door and then she just calmly says i can see you Mm -hmm. to them and it was like oh and they shut the door and then we we move over to our protagonist miss emily yep and she's talking to diego and his family yep uh basically kind of what you see within either uh social worker movie you know mom and dad seem to be having a rough time and raising diego and she's trying to convince the dad like hey you need to do better because if not this cycle repeats and he's just you know he's gonna end up like you um so please do better um and that's whenever we have kind of a little we get to see what emily does she's on the phone she's talking to people about her cases um she is got what 38 of them right and she is I think ready to take a break because she's like kind of been overworked with everything. Yeah. She's swamped and she looks, she looks like she's at the end of a rope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then That's all of a sudden Wayne comes by and he says, how many cases do you have? And she's like 38. And he was like, well, here you go. Here's yeah. another one. And so then we get the reason why our film is called case 39. 39 yeah. Um, and it's a little, it's a little heavy on the, on the nail. Camera on the hill, whatever you say. How yeah. do people say that? Do you know uh, 
nail on the head. Nail on the hammer. Hammer, hammer on, the, on hell. the nail. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like Something. a really bad country song. The hammer <laughs> on the nail on the nail on the hammer. Um, but yes, she's got case thirty nine, and she's very much like she puts it up on the little. I love the little frame we get from the camera because she puts it up and she's like, nah, I don't want it. I don't need it. Whatever. Um, she's overworked. And then you can tell that she's really contemplating like, damn, okay, let me just open it up and see what it's about because she has like a big heart. Yeah. She's really giving. She, she really is just like, she can like, this child might need her. So she's like, let me check it out, opens it up. And then we get to see Lily. And right away, you can tell, like, for some reason, I don't know if it's like a demon thing or if it was just her, but like, it felt like there was something like drawing her. Yeah. Like a case. spell, like a yeah. love spell. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Very like Little Mermaid when she's like got Prince Eric under her allurement. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it is. It does seem like there was some supernatural force calling her to this case, mm-hmm. um, almost like it was destiny of sorts mm-hmm. for her to get it or being manipulated by a kid. Yeah, already, because somehow we do find out later, too, that like she's able to like foresee things and like kind of make things happen in a way that line up for her what she wants, her interest. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, and so we are with, um, Emily almost, I want to, I keep wanting to call her Renee. We're with Emily and she is, which is when she's getting off, she's driving home. She's meeting Bradley up at the club, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we get a very quick and tiny title card Oh yeah, flashing mm-hmm. over the cityscape. Um, it just says really small case 39 mm-hmm. and very quickly it just flashes across the screen and then it's gone. So much so that I barely remembered it. Yeah. Yeah. It was very not in your face. Minimalistic. It was very tiny in the corner mm-hmm. and it just said case 39 and then it faded away. Um, and then we are, uh, like we said, we, we were with um, at the club and we're with Bradley Cooper. And you can tell, I guess they've been dating for a while ish in a way. They're boyfriend, at least girlfriend. seeing each other. Seeing each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they were in a committed relationship. No. Um, because then he's like, I, cause he's like, I don't want to be in a r- real romantic relationship. Can we just have like a physical relationship? Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I think he was saying if a relationship is too, I think he did want to be in a relationship, Oh, okay, but okay, I think okay. he was saying if it's too much for you. That's right. Okay. And then, cause she was like, Oh, but work. Mm-hmm. And so she didn't have the capacity, the emotional, the bandwidth. Yeah, mm-hmm. to really take in and nurture a relationship the way it should be. Her time was elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he makes little kind of joke about it being just physical, at least, if mm-hmm. nothing else. He and then says, but like, because he, he's like, you've got two months. Yeah. He says, mm-hmm. you've got one month. Oh, OK. And then she goes, well, what happens at the end of the month? And he goes, well, I'll probably give you another mm-hmm. and then another two. But then that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, they're just laughing. And having a good time together, they clearly have chemistry. Yeah. And then this is whenever um, we have her in bed that night, I believe, and she's going over the case of Lily. 
and she's kind of thinking like what what's wrong like how can i help this girl so the next day she goes over to her house and she is checking she's knocking on the door and she's like hey it's me i'm here we had an appointment and the mom's like you were supposed to come the 17th and she like has to show her the newspaper and she's like it is the 17th like it's monday the 17th this is the date what it is Mm -hmm. and so the mom like closes the door unlatches the latch and lets her in uh, and, and she looks miserable. Oh, she does. She looks like she does not sleep. She looks a little bit haggard. Mm-hmm. That's a good word. And so she lets her in. And that's when we see at the top of the stairs, Lily. And she comes down. And this is when we get her mom, uh, Emily, introducing herself to her and asking her name, which I thought it was really funny that it was like Emily and Lily. Like, I was like, these are very close. Similar names. Yeah. Oh. Um, but we, and the way she answers her, she's got, and she uses this voice a lot. Like, it's this, like, very childlike, like, innocent, you know, the voice that she puts on? Lily? That, Lily, yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought yeah. you meant Emily, because no, 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 Emily no. does have a very high-pitched voice. Well, Emily too. sounds like the lady who does, Jennifer Tilly. She's, Renee Zellweger sounds like Jennifer Tilly. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. The lady from... Um, Poltergeist? No. No. Jennifer Tilly, the big boobed lady from uh, Chucky. Oh. Right, Chucky, that like, you know, voice. That yeah, I think so now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she talks very like this, like very sexual. Like I, yeah, you know, a lot of vocal fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so she, um, but I'm talking about Lily because mm-hmm. a lot of the times Lily puts on this like little like, I'm sweet little Lily. Like yeah, hi, hello. At first, it was very believable, and it just seemed like she was super timid and uh-huh. was the way that she was. And then eventually, you're able to see that it's an act, and she is putting on mm-hmm. a specific kind of voice mm-hmm. um, to fool people, mm-hmm. to manipulate people. Like the orphan. Yep, exactly. The orphan watched this movie and got her ideas. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was her name? Ruth? I don't even remember. It's been so long since I've seen it. It was Ruth? pulled up. And the like suggested for me to watch next after watching this. So it started with an R. But anyways, did you ever watch the sequel Orphan? But it was a prequel Orphan First Kill. No, it was actually really good. It was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. At least I don't think I watched it. Mm. Julia Stiles. Memory is not reliable. Mm. Um, Going back to this movie, Case Thirty Nine. Yes, we are meeting Lily. We get sat on the couch. Um, Emily wants to talk to the whole family and she's like, can we talk to dad? Can we get him? And the mom's like, I don't know where he's at. Um, and then like t- 10 seconds later, we hear like a saw or something go yeah, off in going the backyard. Off. And so then Emily is just like, can you, can you go get him? It's better to talk to everybody. And so she's like, I love how the mom says he has nothing to say. And then when he does bring, like, she's bringing him in, she's she's yelling at him. And he's like, the lady wants to talk to you. And he's like, tell her I have nothing to say. And she's it's like, I did. But <laughs> she still insisted. Yeah. Yeah. And then so he comes in and the way he like won't speak directly to Emily. And mm-hmm. it's really creepy. Yeah. The way that he is basically whispering in the mom's ear and saying like, we don't need your help. And yeah. the mom has to then repeat Eddie says, we don't need your help. And and he looks pissed off. Like, yeah. He's like glaring at her. He's got this look like he he looks threatening. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. And then like she addresses him directly and is like, is there a reason you won't speak to me? And then the mom says, Eddie doesn't like speaking out of anger, which mm-hmm. clearly he was pissed off. Yeah. Um, but probably he was also just trying to save this 
woman too yeah and from his wrath because he's just pissed off because he's got a demon child yeah yeah and he was like you know they already had the plan to kill her yeah he was digging that hole and stuff so you know he was thinking this will all be over soon please just keep your head out of it yeah for right now i feel that because i feel like ultimately like these people like aren't bad people at all either and like because they're really painted to look like damn these must they must treat their child like shit but they're literally have been driven to madness yeah um which we see you know is what happens when you end up taking on lithy um and so she ends up um you know having this whole interaction with them and she goes back and talks to her boss wayne and is like look like we've got to intervene because this looks like it's a bad situation for her and he's like um basically trying to downplay and he's like we we've got so much going on um we'll take a look into it but like you know he's not really taking it seriously. And so that's when she's like, look, you give me these cases, you give, you want my opinion. And here's my opinion. If you, whatever you do about it, it's on your hands. She's basically saying like, if something happens to this little girl, like you're responsible for it. Yeah. Cause if, she's cause, done her job and she's telling him that something's wrong, but he's not listening. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately she's just wrong about what is wrong about what's happening. Yeah. yeah something mm-hmm. is definitely happening, but it's not what she thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then she goes off to talk to Lily alone and goes up to her at the water fountain and i love how at first she's like trying to talk with her about like wanting a little sister and how because those two kids run by Mm -hmm. and she's like you know i always wanted a little sister and stuff and then she goes and drinks from the water fountain but sprays herself instead making lily laugh which was like uh, you know a clever little way but then she's just all sudden flips and she's so direct and she's like what's with you (laughs) yeah and i was like damn bitch like for real you couldn't have gone about that in a like more sly way yeah you were just so direct and i was like damn yeah and i love it she's like just let me help you yeah and she's like they hate me they want to send me to hell they go into their cellar and talk about how they want to send me to hell that's exactly what she said yeah and i love how emily was just like uh huh. Like, okay. They they said that. You heard them say that. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. Um. And I love and I love how Wayne was talking to his parents too, and they were just like, we love our daughter. We we want you know whatever. He's really trying to put on a show of like, don't they don't need to intervene. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And so we end up having after all of that happening. Um. Emily seeks out her friend. What's his name? Mike. Mike. Yes, of course, Mike. And she wants his help because she's like, some things aren't adding up and you have a lot of experience, whatever, whatever, yada, yada, yada. But he's also telling her that he doesn't want to get involved because he's obviously gotten involved with stuff before too much. And he's gotten in trouble, almost like lost his job and all these things. Um, And so that's kind of an introduction to Mike. He's not helping right now, but he will help out later. Yeah. Um, He's got a soft spot for Emily, it turns out. And uh, the dad, this is when we cut back to the mom and dad, and the dad is digging that hole in the cellar even more. And then um, we have. And Lily won't talk to Wayne. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Just going back a half step. Lily won't talk to Wayne and say what she told Emily because she's on tape and the dad's casing the room. So it looks really ominous. Like the dad is like, you know, forcing her to stay quiet about things and watching her and, you know, like such an abusive thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
but it turns out again that it wasn't she really had me fooled at first I wasn't expecting it until um until she started talking to Doug that way okay yeah and then I was like like, oh wait something's off I was like okay no it's the little girl Mm -hmm. but at first I was like oh what this poor little baby Mm -hmm. and then yeah like you were thinking these parents are horrible yeah especially whenever they put her in the fucking oven at first where you think because i've seen this movie so it was already ruined for me i can't and i can't recall what i was thinking when i first watched it but so were you thinking like was it like either the mom or dad was were possessed or something or uh or i don't know okay. i just i just thought that it was a bad home life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or maybe there was some sort of demon kind of like in lights out Mm. talking to the mom mm-hmm. like telling An her entity. to do things yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or telling the parents to do things and stuff gotcha. um and then whenever she found the scratch marks on the floor i kind of thought there was some satanic ritual involved like mm. she was going to find an emblem or something mm-hmm. carved into the floor um but that wasn't the case no it was because very much reversed they had been dragged in there or yeah. out and stuff like that um but yes, like you said, she she Lily didn't fess up. Um, she ends up going back with these people, and I, that's when she talked to Mike after that, and Lily did. And then um, we are back now, and the dad is like uh, digging that hole in the cellar. Um, and then we cut to Emily for some reason, also as well. This gives like you probably shouldn't be doing that, but I guess we're gonna cross boundaries. Um, Emily shows up at Lily's school yeah. and starts to talk to her outside before she gets on the bus. Um, basically being like, um, here's my phone number. Please call me if you, if there's like anything goes wrong. Yeah. Um, If you feel unsafe or anything, just mm -hmm. give me a call. And then this is where Lily says to her, if I disappear, will you come look for me? (laughs) Which is like, damn little girl. Mm -hmm. Um, but of course that's exactly what Emily needed to hear. Yeah. Cause Emily was like, yes, I will come look for you. And you could tell that Lily knew what was happening with mom and dad. And what they were planning, preparing to do. And I guess maybe somehow she alerted even Emily to come to school and do this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like in some way. Like it felt like she's got Emily wrapped around her finger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, obviously that like you said, Lily saying that, Emily's like, What the fuck? So she's like, I need to I need to help this child. Yeah. And so um the same thing, she ends up calling or no, she's calls Doug, right? Yeah, she's calling Doug. He doesn't answer. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like a minute later or something, the phone rings again and she's like she answers and she's like, Too late, met someone else. <laughs> and then it's Lily on the yeah. line saying that she's scared. Yeah. She's and like, then she's like, scary. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I guess this is two thousand and nine. version of like a you up text when she was when she was trying to call Doug. Yeah. Um she left the message saying, I thought you were still awake. Mm-hmm. Thought you'd still be awake kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah, like you said, she she said that to Lily, but then it's Lily being like, fucking help me. Um, and then she's like, what's going on, Lily? And Lily's like, uh, what'd she say? I'm about to fall asleep or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she's saying she's scared. And mm-hmm. then she says, I'm sorry, I'm falling asleep. Yeah. And it was pretty funny to me, honestly, <laughs> the way that she was like, I'm falling asleep and was like pulling the phone away from her face. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, very and fake that, acting. Yeah. In that moment, I was like, this seems fake. What also seemed to, but like, she was actually, she actually did fall asleep. So, yeah. 
because who knows but she could have been faking to be honest yeah that whole time because she maybe like she knew she, emily would come and she wanted to be in that oven so that way emily would see how bad like and to make take it her seem away so from bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um but um she's just a manipulative little bitch is. and so um lily ends up calling um mike mike the dude who she was talking to earlier and she is like, Hey, something's really wrong. I need you to come over. And he's like, what? And she's like, I need you to come over now. And so, yeah. They, Cause he's not listening to her. Yeah. And again, he was like, I told you I won't get involved. And she was like, you're not listening to me. <laughs> and, and they end up getting there really fast. Both yeah, of them at the same, at the same time. time which really was weird. Convenient. Yeah. I guess Mike lived pretty close. And they end up trying to like, you know, knock on the door, yell. At the same time we have mom and dad putting, fucking lily in the oven and they get her in there but then lily like lily wakes up and figure out like and sees what's going on and so she's like reacting and it's like a whole you know altercation between her jumping out of the oven and them trying to tie her up with duct tape and, and i should have known the oven. that she had some superhuman strength whenever she knocked that oven back with oh, yeah. two adults holding it that's true and she's a little kid mm-hmm. and it like of course it like cut the mom's face or something too right like her, the mom's mm-hmm. head was like near the yeah thing it and her it slice. kicked her into head and then and then all this has going on and you're still thinking like what the fuck because these parents are really trying to kill her yeah and you have uh Emily yelling at Mike, like, did, did you hear that? Did you hear her scream now? And they, they kick the door down and they end up kicking the door down, getting inside and uh, get Emily is the first one into the kitchen. And she's like, oh, my God, and ends up um, trying to get Lily out of the freaking oven. While at the same time, I believe Mike is trying to fight with the dad. Right? Yeah. That's all yeah. Going Mike's on. Like a mess. getting an altercation mm-hmm. with the dad. And mm-hmm. then Emily is focused on getting Lily out of the oven. And then it gives enough time for mom to grab that knife. Knife. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. And then comes up behind her. But thankfully, Mike had knocked dad out just in time to really hard on the fridge. Apprehend. Yep. Dented the fuck out of that. And fridge. it broke his jaw. Yeah. His jaw was like all sideways. Mm-hmm. Oh, when they showed that, I was like, damn. Yeah. Ouch. And then mom got knocked the fuck out because she like hit some chairs. After yeah. Mike, like threw her off um, of him. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We it's pretty crazy. Also, whenever homegirl lily's like hands and arms were in the oven and they like shoved it on her Ugh, arms Do you I remember know. that part it's pretty sick it, it, yeah it's pretty bad pretty overall pretty terrifying and traumatizing event for everybody i feel like in the room oh yeah yeah um and so we have um of course it must suck for those parents to know they were so close oh yeah to get in rid of obvious yeah because i mean they had the fire on and everything like yeah. it had just got lit and because now but honestly though she, they're in danger I feel like she would have she would have broken out of that oven oh yeah yeah they like, should have like drugged her or something or just well, the sh- shot her just, like put gasoline on her pour yeah. gasoline on her and light her on fire i feel like that would have been the way to go oh that'd be so stinky yeah especially later on too when like the you know the way emily goes about it i'm like why it feels like she like locked her in her room this is her in her room, and she, like, doubts everywhere else with gasoline but the actual place that she was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it all, you know. It feels, all around the room. But, but it feels anti. actually put. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, you can't put gasoline on her for risk of waking like her, her up. up. But, like, on the bed. Yeah. Mm. Or at least on the floor leading up to the bed. Mm-hmm. And then it would get engulfed pretty quickly. Yeah. But um, I digress. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, 
They save Aunt Lily, and we are kind of going through this little montage of the mom and dad going through a court system. Um, they get deemed not mentally fit, right, um, to stand trial. So they, like, have to go to, like, a mental facility to get evaluated. And then Doug, or not Doug, uh, Mike mm-hmm. says something along the lines, it's human nature. And I was like, it's human nature to put your kid in an oven? Yeah, because she was like, like, what the fuck? She was like, I can't believe, like, the crazy thing. And he's like, you know, you'd be surprised what people can do. It's human nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Um, And so then we have... um. Lily talking to Doug and this is when they get their first kind of interaction and this is him kind of you know very much like she's obviously been through a lot of stuff and I guess he works in conjunction with Emily's office and work social work I guess that's how they met too because he's a child psychologist is that what yeah yeah right and so he could be a psychiatrist too. yeah I don't know something in that vein yeah we never really got an actual like He's a therapist yeah. of some sort. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, this is whenever we have him talking to her. He's kind of doing a little bit of a, a quick evaluation and stuff. And we have Lily and Emily talking after that. And she's basically telling uh, Emily, sorry, because their names are so similar. Lily is telling Emily, like, I don't, Doug tells me I'm going to go to, like, you know, some home for a while until they, like, find me a foster care people place and but i want to live with you and emily's telling her like you know that that's not possible like i just work on the case like it wouldn't it wouldn't work out and conflict of interest yeah exactly and then that's whenever lily's really pushing it and is really using her like you know charm and like making emily feel bad for her to where now we literally have emily like petitioning and talking to all these different people to try to get Lily to come home with her until they find like a permanent home for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That way she's with someone that she trusts and mm-hmm. feels safe around. Um, because yeah, she saved her. So obviously she would feel the most comfortable with her.
And now, a word from our sponsors. So she brings her home and um, she's like talking with her and stuff. You know, they're having a nice touching little moment. She's like yeah. brushing her hair, giving her chamomile tea. It really feels like everything's going to be like hunky dory now. Yeah, like, I know. Yay. Which I was like, oh, OK, well, what else can go wrong in this movie? <laughs> I was like, so is the movie over? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Everything's OK now. Yeah, yeah, that's really what it gave. Even actually, though, because that is kind of true. Like whenever that whole thing was going on with the parents and stuff with the like kid in the oven, that did seem very like final movie moment. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, that like, was it's such a bold move mm -hmm, to put mm -hmm. a child in an <laughs> oven. oven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it so, did seem like it was over. And and so uh, we have um, Emily the next day now. She is going to Lily's old place, old house, and she's there to kind of, I, I don't know if it was it was to pick up stuff for her or what, but, or like just gather information. She went there to just kind of see what condition she was living in. Um, and she gets let in. By and to collect her things, yeah. Right, yeah, okay, yeah. I thought so. She was and picking so, up some of the stuff that she needed. And so the uh, she gets let in there by herself. She's checking it out. And this is when she's, we start to kind of see like kind of red flags of like, weird stuff that had that is in her mind weird because obviously we said that like the parents room had like deadbolts on their door but like from the inside so it means they were trying to keep themselves inside of their room and something out, out yeah. um and then like the scratches on the floor and then like we see that like they were pulling the dresser um in front of the door to block it um and that's whenever she ends up going down to the cellar and seeing like the big hole that was down there that they were digging um 
so a lot of these things are just kind of like going off in her mind as like, okay, something, something's not adding up, but well, all right. She's kind of just gathering stuff and going. Um, and then this is, when there's we also a lot of religious iconography yeah. around the house too, mm-hmm. that she like, cause she picks up the Bible at one point we passed two crosses on the wall and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she seemed like perplexed that maybe that they were God fearing people. people but then did this to the child yeah yeah um little did she know they were using that to protect themselves from um, said child and we're with lily at therapy um and this is it's just lily at therapy does anything very big happen here i think this is where just we get an introduction to she's in the same gr- therapy group as diego yeah the little kids group. she also s- at one point says i love you Oh, that's true to Emily. To Emily. Mm-hmm. And Emily's like, love you too. I think it was she was dropping her off at school. It's, yeah, it was after that part. Yeah. yeah. She drops her off at school. And that's when I was also thinking like, that's very soon, but okay. And then, yeah, basically, yeah, I know it was really soon. But like, of course, this kid probably, if she was about oh, to be yeah. murdered and stuff, it kind of makes sense that she would be like, I love you. You yeah. saved me yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. thing. And then uh, I guess the reason why we got, we saw her at therapy with Diego and it was very apparent to like show Diego in that therapy group because this is when Wayne wants to see Emily and yeah. then Wayne is like something's wrong with Diego um Diego killed both of his parents last night yep uh-huh and then I was like damn and mm-hmm. then whenever we get there and start investigating the scene um we see that not only did he just kill his parents he like slaughtered his parents mm-hmm. like he killed them with a tire iron yeah and just the Pretty scene intense. was a massacre. Mm-hmm. There was blood everywhere. And it I was mean, tire iron, I can only imagine, like to the skull. Yeah. And with enough demon strength, like that's just like um, spaghetti soup. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Little spaghettios. Spaghetti soup. That this is what you wanted. Uh, can I get the spaghettini? The spaghettoni? Spag- <laughs> Spignetti. Spignetti, yes. But it's. Spignetta. Yeah. Bashed in. I very confidently said to a waiter the other night uh, the wrong name for this wine. It was Spignetta. But and I was he like, knew exactly what you were talking about. Well, he what? said, can you turn the menu around and show me so I make sure I get it right? Yeah. <laughs> and so he still needed, because I was like, can I have the Spignetti, please? And he was like, you uh, mean this one? And then I pointed and I was like, oh. Spignetta. But he knew. He knew. He, he knew where you were going with he that. Just he just to needed to confirm. For me. No, no. He needed to confirm. <laughs> Shout out to John at Morosos. Yeah. You were a great server, by the way, dude. He was. You handled a party of like fucking 12 people. Yeah. Right like, close to end. Tremendously well. Of the night. He still fed me dessert. Yeah. So that's all I cared about. And I feel like the kitchen even was just like, nah, we ain't going to do that. And he was like, guys, come on, just do it for me. Come on. It, it mean, was only three minutes. Come on. After they closed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did feel bad. Okay. I didn't realize it was that. Time flew. Time flues. Time flies when you're having fun. Oh, that's right. I have pizza at the house still. Right on. Nice. Mm. I forgot about that. Love a good pizza. Um, and so we have what a bit of being a bong. Who do we have? We have. Um, She's going to talk to Diego now. That's true. And Diego he's crying. Mommy and daddy. Yeah. And you can tell he definitely like it was probably an outer body experience and he was under the possession of something else because like um, even the Mike was like, I was there when I saw them apprehend him. It was like took like three men to get this little kid down. Yeah, because she was also like, how could a 10 year old have done this? Like this isn't possible. And yeah, 
she was right. Yeah, because we're talking with him and Diego doesn't even know why he did it. Like he can't give her a reason. He's just like crying and basically in tears. And then we yeah. have Mike observing. So it's all very weird. And we also get to find out that um um Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we then get with Emily and Lily, and Lily is asking questions about her family and really wants Emily to, like, open up, but Emily is kind of shutting it down. Yeah. Um, And so that's whenever we do have them back at home, and Lily went snooping through Emily's shit and found some pictures, and Lil- Emily sees her with it, and she's like, why were you, you know, snooping through my stuff? And she's like, I just wanted to learn more about you. Is this your mom? And... Lily's Emily is yes says yes and it, it's we don't get much more from that right now but it's just to kind of tie in like a little for what's it called foreshadowing for yeah. later on in the movie I mean she does tell us that like you know her mom died in an accident it mm-hmm. was raining and she was driving too fast oh, yeah. and figures out that and she said she died in an accident or we were in an accident yeah so she corrects it so we know that she was with her in the car whenever she did that she was trying to end both their lives i think um but she didn't Mm -mm. and now failed yep so then we see emily locking up everything and the closet kind of being like okay yeah you can't go through my things anymore Mm -hmm. um and then where are we next? And then this is whenever we see Mike telling um, Mike gets a hold of Emily and he's telling her that there was a phone call that came from your house at the time that to Diego's house whenever the murders happened. Yeah, at 2 like 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and right Emily's before he like, killed his parents. Emily's like, I, I, that wasn't me. That's not possible. And he's like, well, I've got the records and it came from your house. And she's like, well, I didn't do it. So that only leaves one other person. So then they start to ask Lily about it. Yeah. Um, but Lily just bold faced lies and says she didn't call. She didn't make the phone call. And they like ask her repeatedly and she, even to Mike, she's like, I didn't do it. Um, and so that's whenever um Mike steps outside and he's talking to Emily about it and he's like, I've seen a lot of things and like I I know um basically like you'd be surprised at what people do. Like you think that they're monsters but then you come out you realize that they're just ordinary people and he's like she's lying she's yeah like lying to he's us. like she's bold face lying mm-hmm. um and then whenever she goes to talk to diego because mm-hmm. she goes to do that next again diego saying he didn't get a call and then the more that she pushes it he starts like hyperventilating and mm-hmm. choking on his food yeah and or maybe not honest food he just starts no, like just like having a panic attack panic attack yeah just mm-hmm. starts choking and then eventually he's in the hospital room yeah and he he confesses he yeah. yeah he says it was lily and then i'll let you say the spanish did you write it down no but, uh, no oh Mm-mm. okay uh it basically he just said it was a man it was who called man. yeah yeah and um yeah he says it was a man who called and but also said it was lily mm-hmm. so he was like it makes confusing. it weird already as well because he's like it was a man on the phone on yeah the line. a man's voice mm-hmm. um and but, emily's like what mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. confusing and everybody's like so how can this be and so this is whenever we have um emily now kind of starting to get a bit weird now with Lily because things aren't kind of adding up or making sense. And also she knows that Lily was lying to her about the phone call. 
So she's just kind of like, this is sus. We're going to, this is a little weird. Yeah. Um, and so then Lily ends up having a meeting with Doug. And this is whenever we have that moment when Doug is trying to get to, he's asking Lily a bunch of questions and he's trying to ask her about her fears. And she will, she says, I'll tell you what I'm afraid of. If you tell me what you're afraid of. Yeah. And that's when he starts to go over about how he, when he was smaller, put his hand in it, was climbing a tree and put his hand into a hornet's nest and then had got stung by bees or hornets, I guess. Yeah. What's the difference between a hornet and a bee? I have no clue. Okay. Stung by hornets. And then ever since then as well, has like just been afraid of hornets. Yeah. Cause he got stung over mm-hmm. like a hundred times mm-hmm. and he is obviously rightly terrified of them. And he jokes, and he goes, and I don't climb many trees either. Mm-hmm. And, um, he says, okay, now what about you? Mm-hmm. And she, he asks her, like, you said you're not afraid of the dark. You're not afraid of your parents. Like, you're not afraid of these things. So what are you afraid of? And she says, me. And she says, I have bad thoughts about certain people. And then she was like, about you mm-hmm. kind of things. And, and he's like, why? What about me? What do I do? What did I do to you? Did I ever say anything wrong to you or anything like that? And she was like, nope, it's just the way that you are. You're facile. Mm-hmm. And, and then I was like, damn, she's being really sassy. Yeah, because he's like, you don't even know what that means. And she like gives him a textbook definition of what it means. Yeah. And he was like, ouch. And, and then, then she's like, and I think you're smug. Yep. <laughs> and he was like, OK. And then he was like, well, I'm." he starts to apologize. And she was like, don't apologize. You're a grown up. It's embarrassing. And I was like, damn. Yeah, I was like, I wrote Lily is being a bitch to Doug. Yeah, she was. And he leaves the room clearly shaken. Yeah. And he goes, uh, it's been a long time talking to Emily that it's been a long time since I felt like this. And she was like, what do you mean? And he's like, threatened. I feel threatened. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what? As a kid. Yeah. And he gets into the elevator and he's just like, I know a specialist. I'm going to call them in the morning. Um, and then we just get this fucking little Lily spinning around in a chair that she does a lot. Um, yeah. She loves spinning around in a chair looking and smiling menacingly. Um, And so we're back at home. It's dinner time. And Lily is cutting her fucking peas like the most like psychotic, psychotic way way ever. She's literally (laughs) splitting peas. Yeah. Splitting peas. Who does that? And then getting the little innards out, not eating the shell Mm -hmm. and then poking it with a knife and eating it off the knife. Yeah. Too, which is like, you could cut your tongue open, mm-hmm. but it's important that she's splitting these peas because that comes into play later. A lot of foreshadowing in this film. Yeah. But she's doing that and then she can tell that something's off with Emily and she's like, um, does she ask her if she's mad at her or something like that? Yeah. I think she does explicitly say like, like are you mad at me? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no. And then she was like, well, what's wrong? Let me go. Let me let brush, me brush your hair. your hair. Yeah. And I love how she's like, let me brush your hair. It'll make you feel better. And she's like, no, no, thank you. And she's like, well, I'll go get the brush. She's like, I said no. no. And thank you. Literally. And I love how she's like, Doug said something, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, no, Doug says you're doing really well and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, no, he said something. Otherwise, you like you want to be acting like this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then then we're with Doug. Very perceptive, perceptive young demon. Yes. And then we're with Doug and he's chilling. Looks like he's like doing late night work. And he. I think he's trying to figure out about what the hell kind right? of disorder this child oh, that's has. Because he's looking at personality disorder papers and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then that's not a personality disorder, just a demon. He's literally uh, he gets a phone call and it ends up being this kind of staticky phone call. Um, tells him like, sorry, you got the wrong number. 
try again, whatever. I can't hear you. Um, and this is whenever we do have him looking down at his paperwork. And then all of a sudden he gets kind of like this little inkling of like something being in his ear. And then we start to hear like little buzz, buzzing sounds throughout the room. Um, and then that's whenever I, I think the bee, the bee comes out of his ear, right? At this point. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the hornet starts a hornet? Yeah. crawling out of his ear because he keeps hearing it. And then, um, he finds one first because yeah he like goes and gets the q-tip and starts like digging in his ear Mm -hmm. and then pulls one out and he's like what the fuck yeah and then then they just start like falling out of his ear and his nose his sock like everything for the most part yeah eventually they start coming out of every orifice Yeah, and he's hearing all these hornets but he's not seeing them at one point and Mm -hmm. he's like what the fuck is going on and then he like turns around and looks at his back and he just has this like swarm of them on his back Mm -hmm. and it's pretty terrifying yeah like i would be freaking out yeah Yeah, i'm not even afraid of hornets i don't have a legitimate reason to be afraid of them well even just bugs that fly like so many a swarm and then he has them on his back and he's trying to take it off you know really carefully puts it into the shower and then, yeah, he's having this moment of just himself freaking out. And then it's so severe that he ends up, like, falling into the shower, breaking the glass, like, swinging himself all over the room, trying to, like, get these hornets off of him. It's very kind of like it, like Pennywise. Like, yeah. When it's not real, but it Manipulating is real. Manipulating yeah. their surroundings. It's so real that they feel it's real Um, to where he's, like, literally twisting and thrashing around so hard that he ends up, like, snapping his neck, I guess. Because, I, I like, at one point, like... Did, I don't know how he did it. But. Yeah, and he also, I think, hit his head on the sink, knocking the sink off the wall. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. how he got that slice across his forehead. Yeah. Because he had a big slice on his forehead, too. But yeah, then all of a sudden his body just like breaks. And then he like fell down and like slumped onto the toilet. Yeah. So yeah, it was a lot. I was also like very like, it happened so fast. Yeah, it did. But yeah, Doug is dead. Doug's dead. Mm-hmm. And. As we then see the we're at a funeral service for Mm -hmm. him and, you know, Lily tries to hold Emily's hand. Emily, like, kind of shakes her hand loose and, you know, acts like she's wiping her tears away or something. But I think legitimately Emily didn't want to hold her hand. No, she didn't. And Uh, not at all. And Lily can pick it and since like she picks that up and senses it. Yeah, Um, because on the drive home, she asks her, you think it's my fault, don't you? mm -hmm. And she was like. It's not your no, fault. No, it's not your fault. It's no one's fault. It was an accident mm-hmm. kind of thing. But Lily's like also shaking her feet, like kind of like a little sing song, like mm-hmm. kicking her feet like she was listening to a little song or something. Yeah. Um, very happy motion. Not grieving. Not, not grieving. being sensitive to someone who is grieving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is whenever we have Emily talking to Mike about Lily and she's trying to be like, girl, there's something wrong here. Like she's doing it. She's a demon. I don't know. Well, not necessarily saying she's a demon, but something's wrong. And telling her about how, like, the parents had things, like, you know, they were trying to barricade themselves in their bedroom. Like, um, and th- I think this is where he tells her she's crazy, right? Essentially. Yeah. She's losing it. Yeah, basically. And because she keeps asking him, too, like, was there a call from her mm-hmm. house? Mm-hmm. And Mike's like, I already checked. There's no call from your house. Yeah. Um, so no it wasn't that kind of thing and he's yeah basically just like kind of gaslighting her a bit yeah so then she goes and she's like you know what fuck it because whenever she took lily in she had to give away this case she no longer was in charge of lily's Mm -hmm. case um so she goes to someone else's desk steals the files and then starts watching a little tape interview Mm -hmm. with the parents um basically 
were with the mom and they're interviewing her and then she's just so point blank matter of factly being like yeah we wanted her dead yeah she was like um it was his idea for the oven but we still both wanted her dead and um they were like why do you want her dead and they were like because she is a did she say it she just say she was a demon or I don't know. She just said that she someone I think someone says she's like, that's not my daughter. Yeah. And they were like, because you think your daughter is the devil. Yeah. And she was like, yeah. Yeah, essentially. And then she ends up saying, um, I mean, we dealt with her for 10 years. You know, everyone just died around her. You know, I had sisters. No, I had brothers and my my husband had sisters and they just died. And then, yeah, something that, like that. Um, you know, she. I guess kept us around because she needed us until she f- didn't need us anymore. And just kind of like looks breaking the fourth wall right through the camera. And it's like looking at Emily and she's like, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She says she couldn't get rid of us until she found somebody else. Mm-hmm. And once she did find Emily, that's when she could get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And, um, what did that, it reminded me of, uh, a movie we watched hmm. recently. I don't know. What part? Like, the part of like like pawning someone demon off onto the other person or oh it was a it was a K drama I was watching never mind oh, okay. okay I thought okay. we watched it <coughs> but it was K drama that was for your other podcast yep <laughs> um and so then that's whenever we have K drama um ta- we we now get to see um miss emily t- going and visiting and talking with the dad and this is whenever she brings up to him like you know shit's going on it's weird he's like who died and she's like my friend and he's like everyone dies man whenever she was born people just our family just started dropping like flies you know left and right she is a demon from hell the yeah. only way to get rid of it is by killing it and so this he is says from the moment she came into being she brought something with her mm-hmm. and um yeah. He says that she wants to know what your ideal hell is and make you live there. Because mm-hmm. Emily asks, "What do you? What does she want?" Mm-hmm. And that's what he responds with. Basically, just to torture the living. Yep. In a way, yeah. And then he kind of confirms that Lily can see more than what she lets on because mm-hmm. he says it's like she sees everything, and what she doesn't see, she senses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think really Emily was like, "Why me?" And he's like, "Because you were good." Because, like, you do good things. She feeds off of good people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good energy. Um, and so this is whenever um, she ends up, um, you know, he's, like, basically telling her she has to kill her off um, and to protect herself. And then this is whenever she ends up going home and she's, like, demon-proofing her house. And she's, like, taking the phone down and she's, like, putting, you know, um, those bolts up, I believe. Maybe, maybe not at this point, but she is doing everything she can. But then she sees that uh, Lily gets home off the school bus and she like gives her a little wave and she's waiting inside. And she's like at this point has like the, the kitchen knife with her. So you can tell she's like kind of contemplating like doing something now in this moment. But also I think also she grabbed it as more of a protection mm-hmm. for herself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like she was thinking, I need to protect myself. That's true. And. Then she chooses probably the worst possible hiding spot for that I knife. That fucking pillow. Right. First behind the, the fish aquarium. tank. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, you can you see can it. See it. <clears throat> yeah. It's also, if, if it was up against a wall, that would be one thing. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even the part that was up against the wall. It was a part that you can just walk it's right like exposed. by. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? But then she puts it under that pillow and then it's like sticking out of the pillow. Yeah. yeah. And Lily sits right next, right next to, to it. it. I feel like knowing. 
Yeah, for sure. She knew it was there. Um, and then we have Lily like coming in and then talking to her and being a really fucking cryptic psycho bitch. Um, and, um, you know, her and Emily are kind of talking and she's like, where's the phone? And she's like, oh, it stopped working. And then she goes to the kitchen. She's like, oh, funny, that one too, huh? Yeah. And Lily's like, I had gym today, so I'm going to shower. Um, and, and as she walks off, she says, are they being nice to my mother? Oh, that's right. Are they, are they being nice to her? Mm-hmm. And then she was like, what? And then she was like, my mother. You went to go see her, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said you were going to go see her. And she was like, I never fucking said that. Yeah. She didn't say fucking. And Lily's like, well, I must have dreamt it then. Yeah. Um, and then at that point, I would have been, I would have, if I were Emily, I would have been like, but you don't even, dr- you don't even sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, we, we have then, I think it's already the next day and we see that Emily is at therapy and or no, Lily's at therapy and Emily goes to go pick her up. And this is when we see like Lily whisper something to her little friend in her friend's ear. Mm-hmm. And then Emily like freaks out and like goes in and like yanks her out of the, the, the group. And that causing like, much alarm. Oh, yeah. To scene, everyone of else around her. Especially because all these kids come from like battered homes. And that lady is like, don't you ever fucking do that here again, you crazy bitch. Yeah. And um, she was like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm tired. <laughs> Or what'd she say? No, Lily comes up. She's like, no, it's okay. She's just super stressed with work. She loves me. And I never want to like, I want to live with her. Don't take me away. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Um, and so that's a whole scene. And like Emily's kind of getting fed up at this point. And Emily gets into the, to the elevator with Lily. And as she's getting in the oh, elevator, that's right, right why Emily? Why Emily? Why Emily? Why Emily? A thousand fucking times. Mm-hmm. I would have lost my shit. Yeah. It's like in Family Guy, the mama, mama. Mama, mommy, 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 Ma. what? And she's like, what? And he's like, nothing, bye. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, But yes, it's very much that. And so she's deliberately trying to annoy Emily and like really rile her up. And this is when they're in the elevator and Lily's like, I want to go to therapy and you better let me. And then Emily's like, you're never coming here again. And then Lily's like, are you sure about that? And makes Emily feel like the elevator is like plummeting, plummeting down to their death. Yeah. Um, it's really freaky. It scares the fuck out of Emily because it's not really happening. So like, obviously um, the elevator ends up opening up. They walk out. People try to come in. Emily's like fucking shook. She is scared. She the guy's peed looking on herself at her. a little bit. Probably. Yeah. The guy's yeah. looking at her like, are you crazy? Yeah. I had a dream last night too that i was in an elevator that, mm, that broke. Was dropping yeah that's scary because mm. of the movie no i watched this watch this morning oh well it looks like it's gonna happen to you soon don't say that well we have to go down 21 floors right <laughs> i'm gonna go down a different one than you today no yeah i'll let you go first Gosh. <laughs> it was funny as we got into the elevator to come up here because we both got to the alico at the same time uh-huh. i was like Ugh, i just watched a movie forgetting that it was the movie we're about to cover literally and I was like, I just watched a movie where the elevator like breaks and falls. That'd be and pretty scary. Then terrifying. he was like, you mean this one? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's right. It's the one we're covering. I'm just stupid. Life blurs. It's okay. You're not stupid. But it's also very scary to be on an elevator. Because I looked down that elevator the other day, like or a few weeks ago when we were here. And that's like really like up there. And imagine yeah, like is. the, f- what, velocity times speed times gravity times 4x plus nine like last year just this explosion dead yeah um and so obviously emily I'm knocking really on wood. spooked we're leaving and at this point i think 
I think my bad. I think I got a little bit ahead of myself. This is when she's talking to fucking Mike and she's trying to like, yeah. you know, tell him like, hey, she's a fucking demon. And he's like, look, I know she's a lying, deceitful little child, but she's not a demon and you need to get help because I do not want to report you. Yeah, he says, a damaged, deceitful, and manipulative child is not a demon. <laughs> the way, though, he really don't like Lily, though. She's yeah. damaged, she's deceitful, that little bitch is a cunt, but you know. She's manipulative. You know what? <laughs> my bad, my language. Um, she is not a demon, though. There's that, though. And he's also, I love, though, I love, though. I also really like, though, because this happens a lot in movies where, like, really sane people and people that you would know in life that, like, like, if you were to come to me and start talking about this shit, I would believe you. Because not a doubt, like, there's no part of me that thinks that you'd have a mental break or be that crazy to think something like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when it's like, you're my friend and, like, I'm getting worried about you. Go yeah, like, and help. smile when yeah. her fiancé was yeah, like. that stuff, too. Yeah, like yeah, such a dickhole move. Yeah, like I, I would, I would believe you more if like you were to tell me like there's some ghosts and a demon and we've got to do this and this and that, and I'd be like, okay, because I know that that's not everyday combo, and why would you ever bring that up? You know yeah, what I mean? Unless like, I was at my wit's end. Yeah. Uh, anyways, and also because the dude Mike, who's supposed to be like some like detective or whatever, like obviously there's a bunch of other context clues. Like it's not like. This came out of nowhere. Like, I don't know. Anyways, I'm going Yeah, on. lots of things have been happening that he should have maybe but had Mike believed her through, so a I'll, little bit. I won't be too, we won't get too heated on Mike. Yeah. Um, but yes, we are back with Emily at home. And this is where she's bolting up the fucking doors like the parents did. Yep, putting deadbolt mm-hmm. on her doors. And then she, of course, drops one screw. And she, it rolls under the door. And, and fucking Lily's there. Yeah, she's reaching around. And then all of a sudden you just see little feet. And she looks up and Lily's standing there like fucking Samara or some shit with her long, dark hair covering part of her face. She's just like, good night. Yeah. Love you, mom. Love you. Make sure to lock that one. Yeah. You need it. (laughs) Um, It's so creepy. It's the next day we're at work and um, it's kind of like this little montage of her being there all day because she doesn't want to go home she's afraid to go home and at one point she's getting a on she's on this phone with this one lady who's just kind of like badgering her and won't let her get a response in well and um she loses her cool and goes off on the lady and she's like why don't you stop beating your child or i'm gonna go over there and beat your ass yeah i'm gonna fucking beat your (laughs) kick your ass just like you beat your kid yeah or something um, and wayne comes up and he's like okay you obviously are in no shape to be here you should go home and then she's like i don't want to go home and then he gets a phone call and it's that static phone call type of bullshit again yeah i was and, like oh no wayne's gonna die now mm-hmm. but he goes it's for you yeah gives it to her and then it's fucking lily and she's like you shouldn't leave me unattended at home it's not really good yeah you yeah. shouldn't leave me al- home alone emily and then she hangs up immediately, sets the phone down, and she looks back up, and Wayne's gone. Yeah. Everything. He was never there. Yeah, everything is gone. The phone was not there. Nothing mm-hmm. was there. It, the office was empty. I'm assuming that it's like 9 p.m. or something, and she's yeah. just been there all day. Yeah, yeah I think track so. Of time, dissociating. And then all of a sudden, you hear the familiar sound of that chair spinning mm-hmm. on its own, too. Mm-hmm. And we look up, and across the office, one of the chairs is spinning on its own. And Very scowy. It was. And then she gets home and walks right past Lily and Lily goes, don't ignore me. My mother used to ignore me. Yeah. Um, Just go straight to her room, locks it. And you can hear like the deadbolts just like click, 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 click. Yeah. She's locking all of them. And Emily's banging, starts banging on the door, asking to come in, saying she's scared because there's a thunderstorm going Mm -hmm. on outside. And she's like, 
Emily, let me in. I'm scared. Blah, blah, blah. And then like, you know, it's just normal knocking Mm -hmm. at first, but then it starts to turn into like violent banging on the door. Yeah. Something that a child can't do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Because it sounded like the first one was like, it sounded like she had like a battering ram Mm -hmm. or something and just like charged the door with it. It was really loud and it's really violent. And then it also seemed at at one point to me, at least too, like it was coming from like a height. <clears throat> a height that like from the top of the like all of, you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. like not even just like you know obviously she's a kid she can't reach that high so yeah just, i was like those demon arms probably yeah she's getting bigger and stuff yeah um and then all of a sudden as she's emily is hunkered down in the corner mm-hmm. just like with a knife in her hand yeah with a knife in her head hand petrified at what is happening on the door in front of her the banging stops and then she hears sounds from the closet Mm-hmm. She hears something like clothes moving, like the hangers moving. Yeah. And on the line, on the she was like, what the fuck is that? And then it's like a burnt, the burnt mom, right? Yeah, it was. Or it a was burnt lady. Lily's burnt mom. Yeah. The, the one who. Maggie. Abused her. Maggie. I never got her name yet. And she ends up, it's very like much like, oh, uh, what's the, uh, the, the conjuring. Whenever that one girl comes out of the closet no, she's on top of the closet. On That's top of the Shiva. wardrobe. The wardrobe. It felt that way. But anyways, yeah. uh, Emily runs away enough and then Maggie just comes charging out of the closet. And then we have Emily running through the whole house and then running out of the front of the house, tripping, falling off of the stairs and into the rain and, and like her just shirt and underwear and just running out into the street. And then we have fucking Maggie just like rushing right through the what are those called? Like a railing? The, the rail? Yeah. The, the porch? On the porch. Yeah. Just like bust right through it and just starts charging towards her. And then for some reason, because I also feel like it's like supposed to be 1 a.m. or something, you know, like middle of the night. Maybe not. But there's a bus just like residential, just like they're chilling. Chilling. Yeah. It was know. out of service, but yeah. yeah, still there. And she's like banging on the window and she's like, please let me in. Let me in. Mm-hmm. And it he finally does. Yeah. And she gets inside and she's still freaking out. And then he's like, what, what is your problem lady? Like there is no one outside. Mm-hmm. And she was like freaking out still. And he was like, look, there's yeah. no one there. And then she finally calms down enough and is like, what the fuck? Nobody there. And then, so she starts heading back to the house now. Um, but she stops at her car first and grabs the spare key from under the back of her trunk Mm -hmm. and gets in the car to she was planning to leave leave her yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. but then all of a sudden of course lily's in the back seat and she says leaving a child unattended is a jailable offense that's so scary yeah because also how the fuck did lily know she was going to get into the vehicle also how did yeah a lot of things but lily's a fucking i feel like lily can teleport too she can do something or something um because she like i feel like that's how she got out of the house the way she just pop oh at the end mm-hmm. yeah the way she just popped up fucking scary um and so anyways yeah obviously emily's freaked out so she's like oh my god and so this is whatever um lily starts telling her like if if i want to eat ice cream for you know breakfast lunch and dinner if i want to do this if i want to go to therapy if i want to do anything you have to do what i want Yep, I want a new dress. You got to get me one. Mm -hmm. And then she says, don't be sad. This is your new beginning. Yeah. And it's like, she's basically being like, do you understand? Like, this is like not like, mm -hmm. like this This is non negotiable. mm -hmm. You do what I want. Very much that. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is whenever the next day 
we have uh and i guess i i might have we might have glossed over it my bad earlier um whenever yeah, yeah she had asked her to ex- ask nancy i think was her name yeah to expedite, to expedite the process the of process. finding her home yeah and nancy was like i think her name was nancy she was like Hello, what sir. in the world you like literally petitioned for this girl to be in your house and she was like what the heck you really fought for this kid and now you're wanting me to speed up the process because honestly she's not a priority of mine right now because she's safe in your home Mm -hmm. and then she was like no like I need this kid out and then so Nancy runs up to her as she gets to work the next morning Mm -hmm. and she's like we found a home for Lily you know like this is it's this nice family from somewhere upstate Idaho and yeah, they were, they're ready to take her, come pick her up on Friday. She shows her the picture of the family and stuff like that. And they look happy and everything. And so you can tell immediately that Emily's like, I, I, Ooh, like I can't push this willingly or knowingly Knowingly. Mm -hmm. put this because then she, it, it, it goes straight immediately to her talking to the dad about like, what 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 would happen he's like no if you if she goes with this family then it just begins again and it starts with them like you it it has to end with you essentially yeah and he says inner sleep is the only time you have the upper hand Mm -hmm. and but that's hard like she doesn't sleep a lot one time that she did sleep you fucking came and broke her out of the oven yeah yeah we were trying to get rid of her then and we watched her every night for three months Mm -hmm. and every time she was awake So it's hard to find her when she's in that vulnerable state. Yeah. And then he also says, if you're not afraid, she can't hurt you. Mm -hmm. So basically fear is it is exactly like it. Yeah. It's what it feeds off of. Wow. Yeah. Literally just in a child form. Mm hmm. Um, And so this is just it. Chapter five. No. But um, we do have then her um mother maggie she is in her you know padded room and she's getting medicines and stuff and she's telling the nurse like please don't leave me don't leave me in here but she gets uh, left by herself and we see that even from like afar lily is like literally able to torture them yeah because she's sending her mom visions of her being in like an oven being burned alive Mm -hmm. and then we have her dad at lunch and he's just trying to mind his own business but we see an inmate who is splitting peas the way that lily does and he ends up talking like her in her voice or i guess maybe she is communicating communicating through him but she's like i'm so glad you're in here daddy and getting the help that you need yeah and homeboy edward i think his name just edward yeah just loses his shit and just attacks the inmate stabs him in the neck with the fork doesn't hesitate you can tell that that hit a main vein like he's probably gonna bleed out and then um we have him trying to, you know, do even more and, and attack him even more. But, like, he's on the table. They're trying to get him down. They're fighting with him, the the guards. And then he ends up slipping and falling in a way that he ends up getting the fork stabbed into his own head. Um, so he's pretty much dead. Yeah, um, he dies. <clears throat> because we do get confirmation immediately after by um, freaking Emily. And she goes up to Mike's place and she's like, Edward Sullivan is dead. And he's like, I know, I know. Also, I have some other information come in. You need to hear this. Yeah. He says she's been using the cell phone. There was a call that went to Doug that night, Mm -hmm. but it was from your cell phone. So it took me a few more days to track it. And um, he goes, you know what? I'll help you because yeah, Mm -hmm. because she's explaining like the only way to stop it is to kill her kind of thing. And he was like, I'll help you. I was kind of shocked at how quickly he agreed. Same for me as well. Especially with how like (laughs) adamantly he was 
denying her it earlier. Seemed, it seemed like a bit towards this area and this part of the film, things started to take a speed that we're like, okay, we're really, um, it's, it seemed like things started to go into high drive where it's like they knew that they only had 15 to 20 minutes left in the film and they were like okay we got to fit all this in come on guys we gotta go yeah yeah yeah. um and so the pacing to me a little bit towards any got a little bit off but yes um he's like i will help you we're gonna go kill this girl let's do it you make sure you keep her at the house and so they kind of have this little plan is there a bird that's gotta be a big ass bird there's a dragon dragon just literally like flew above us that is weird maybe it's an airplane no it was like hovering yeah it was like back and forth right here weird did we see an aup and it's with the new ufo oh aup that's right um but anyways um yes so we have um <clears throat> them back at home we also and get a flash of Emily getting a sleeping pill prescription. That's oh yeah, because basically she, she was saying telling the doctor she couldn't sleep. Yeah. yeah, and so and Mike getting his gun, they are getting ready. Um, and then this is whenever she gets back home, but all of her fucking case files are on the floor, unfortunately. Which I don't even know if necessarily this was true or it was just like a vision she's seeing in her head essentially yeah. but she ends up like leading it leads her all the way to her bedroom and she like pulls this like cork board thing underneath from her bed or is it lily's bed it's uh lily's lily's bed, bed right yeah. and it's basically everybody's picture who is close to emily and then like her basically like her death board um I'm yeah gonna, i'm gonna get you bored and then we see that the mike was on there mike yeah with the picture of of her emily and, mm-hmm. and then doug was on there and Diego was on there. And Doug and Diego's <coughs> pictures were flipped around, meaning mm-hmm. she had already done what she needed to do with them. That's true. And so then we have um, her just kind of like silently freaking out, but she is then hearing like a buzzing sound. And then it's um, the f- the f- a cell phone going off, vibrating, and she finds it underneath Lily's bed in between the mattress and I guess the frame thing, the wood frame. And it's Wayne. And he tells her like, hey, um, I'm sorry to tell you. Oh, because all, all this is going on. And Mike is like imagining that he's getting attacked by dogs. Yeah, Mike in the gr- parking garage. seeing these dogs in the parking garage. And then, of course, he gets in his car and one's in the back seat, And then it lunges and attacks him in the neck. But Mike had this shotgun ready to go because he was planning to go kill this little girl. Mm-hmm. And um, Mike takes aim at the dog, but it's not really there and ends up shooting himself in yeah. the head mm-hmm. instead. Um, unfortunately. Pretty bloody in the car. Um, and so she's getting this phone call from Wayne being like, hey, like, I'm sorry to call you, but like, and honestly, I don't even think this was real. I, it wasn't. I don't feel like it was real, was it? I feel like Lily was doing it. Even though even though Mike I'm Mike was dead and that did happen, I feel like that did happen. I just mean like the phone call oh, from Wayne you think the phone call was, was too fake. fast. Yeah. Oh. I feel like Lily wanted to torture Emily and being like your friend's fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, she ends up getting that phone call, you know, Mike is dead. They think that he shot himself and like, she ends up just kind of dropping the phone on the floor. And it's funny because Lily's in the fucking living room eating popcorn and watching TV and watching hip hop videos. Yeah. And Emily just walks up and just fucking flips the flips, fucking TV. Yeah. Flips the TV on the floor. Very, uh, scream stumacher. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, just like knocks the, eats the popcorn out of her hand and she's just like, get out of my fucking house. Um, and Lily is just like, 
what's the word reveling um, in it like she's yeah. just like hee hee like you can't do anything and then she stands <laughs> up and her face distorts as well as yeah. her voice and she's like don't yell at me and, and this demonic voice in her face like turns blue yeah and so like gets big and like ballsy and yeah. I, I think at this point emily's like okay <laughs> i'm gonna go to my bedroom now because that really freaks her the fuck out yeah i mean it would too for me as well but yeah she runs to her room she like locks herself in there and this is whenever lily's like yelling on the other side he's like i said i was sorry i'm i'll brush your hair i'll brush your hair that's her favorite thing to do yeah i don't know why um and so this is whenever emily's in the room but fucking lily is just like breaking the door down and the door frame the bolts and she's like can't like gets inside the bedroom after pushing the the bed frame and everything out of the way and she yeah she like breaks down the whole house mm -hmm. like the walls yeah the frame splitting and, the bed frame, mm -hmm. and not the, the door frame door that's frame. what i meant to say yeah. yeah the walls like splitting all of the deadbolts fly off yeah and you can tell and this is where it's like very apparent that it's at a height too high for mm -hmm. lily and uh, she goes into the bedroom. You can see her little feet. And she, like, looks underneath. Or she grabs the knife and, like, stabs it into the floor and is like, I don't want to hurt you. Like, I'm going to count to one, two, three. Like She's also using her own words against her, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Because she's like, most families don't even know they have a problem until it's too late mm -hmm. kind of thing. Which is exactly what Emily said to her at the first or said to she the said to Diego's parents, right? She said it to, I think to oh, her parents. parents. You're right. Yeah. You're Cause right. they were like, we don't need help. <clears throat> yeah. And then that's when she said, most families don't realize they have a problem. And then, yeah. But then she pucks her head down there and she's like, what are you doing? You silly Billy or silly pumpkin head. Silly pumpkin head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? You silly pumpkin head. And then Emily's just like, what do you want? And she's just like, I just want you to love me. What you wanted from your mother. Mm -hmm. And so Emily's like, you know what? All right, I'm going to play your game. So she comes out from under the bed and she's like, all right, let's. Uh, Lily's like, come tuck me in. And she's like, okay. And Emily's like, let me make you some tea. And so she's making her tea and she ends up putting the sleeping pill dust in it. And she takes it to Lily and they're in the bedroom together. And she's like, you know, here's your tea. And Lily's like, you look stressed. You should drink this. And Emily's like, I'll have some later. Mm -hmm. You drink it. You drink this. Um, this one's for you. Fucking bitch. Um, and so, yeah, she ends up drinking the tea and she ends up waiting for her to go to sleep, which she does. And that's whenever we have Emily grabbing a gas can from the garage or wherever and starts dowsing the house. Um, and so <clears throat> she ends up lighting it on fire. And at this point, it's a blaze. She ends up walking out. She saves the goldfish or whatever that fish was in the little tank. And yeah, I know. At first I was like, I, at first I was like, oh, damn, is she going down with her? Because she was oh, just yeah. sitting on the <clears throat> couch while yeah. everything was burning around her. Yeah. I was like, because also arson people who investigate arson it's so easy to tell oh, they're gonna tell like she set that she set that fire, fire. Mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and so i was like she's setting this fire like she's not gonna get caught for it and then i was like oh she's going down with her that's her plan mm -hmm. and then i was like damn she's gonna let the fish die but then she walks out with them and i was like oh good she saves them mm -hmm. and it's walking out with them and then that's whenever she's just like watching the whole place go down police come fire people come and that's whenever she 
gets like asked she's kind of out of it right now i think she's kind of thinking like oh damn i really did this i really did it and then like we're also seeing the house burn it almost kind of sounded like i thought i heard like a demon like kind of screaming at one point or a little girl screaming Hmm. like like into the like roar of the fire but not i guess no because then she gets asked like by the fire fighter like was there anybody else in the house and like she can see past him and fucking lily's just there in a red coat just like standing there like unscathed like nothing had happened hunky dory like she was at the grocery store and just came home and was like what's going on with our house and Um, walks up to her and goes that was mean yeah (laughs) um and so they end up um getting they're getting told by the police like hey follow us we're gonna escort you to a place to stay um to the police station and find you a place to stay and so emily's just like what the fuck and so they get in the car they're driving they're trying to get there but this is whenever um, Lily starts bringing up her mom, right? Yeah. 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 She's like, she hates herself and she hated you. Mm-hmm. And They told um, you it was an accident, but you know it wasn't. Yeah, you knew that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. And she says, you're afraid of the part of you that's her. And mm-hmm. like, you're afraid that that's, that's why, why you never had kids of your own. Yeah. Because you're afraid of being like her. Yep. And that's whenever she ends up um uh what's her face uh emily starts to like drive a little crazy and she's like no i whatever whatever like i don't believe it and then that's whenever lily starts to make her go back in her head and give her a vision of it like raining again and putting her and reenacting the whole moment that like you know she was with her mom except now she's her mom um when she looks in the mirror it's a whole thing um it's really fucking with emily's psyche but then Emily is trying really hard to be like, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid. This isn't real. This is fake. I know this is fake. Um, and ends up fighting through that hallucination that Lily's bringing on her. And at this point, she's like, I'm not afraid of you. And Lily kind of loses her power over her. Yeah. And then I love how she's like, looks at her and Lily's got this scared face on her. And she's she just like, are you scared now? Yeah. Are you scared? Because I'm not. And then starts driving real fast and then crashes through this gate and then launches the car off of the little uh, off the road dock thing. Yeah, Yeah, they were close to a a lake slash river ocean kind of thing and goes right into the bay. Yeah. And uh, she starts, you know, Lily had taken off her seatbelt right before hand too because mm-hmm. she was like i'm gonna jump out of this car but save herself yeah yeah and, and since she took that seatbelt off she was like she hit the f- dashboard really yeah hard. she got yeah. banged up as they crashed and emily was fine um but then she starts going to get out and lily is apparently not unconscious grabs her arm and mm-hmm. they start fighting yeah and then emily like gets lily into the back seat somehow mm-hmm. and then is like crushing her in the trunk and trying to put her in the trunk and close the door behind her yeah um, and, and she's turning into this monster yeah because she's turning blue and like into this monster demon face type of situation her arms are getting longer and like her fingernails are getting more whatever claw like um but thankfully emily's able to get out of the car but just as she's swimming further swimming away from the vehicle out of the trunks like uh, the tail light thing the demon arm pops out and grabs onto Emily's leg. And it's, and it's massive. It's massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huge. It's and, like a dragon. Mm-hmm. And it's trying to hold on to Emily, but she 
fights hard enough to where she like kicks it away and I guess does this little snap thing and um, gets away. And it seems as though she is able to get out the water. She gets up. We see that the car is bubbling uh, underneath the water and we've. It makes you think it at first. I thought Lily got out. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, that, oh that was damn, Lily's is Lily's yeah. uh, like Lily about to surface with yeah. those bubbles? Yeah. But thankfully, it was just the car bubbling yeah. and going deeper into the and we ocean just, thing. We just watch Emily as the credits start to roll in as she's watching the car go down and like catch her breath and just kind of this harrowing moment of like, oh, I survived. I yeah. win. I just win. pans lose. out with her watching the water. And the cityscape. Yeah. Yep. And that's the end of Case 39. Case 39, 2009 mm-hmm. film. How um, many boos? I would give this b- a good two and a half boos. Hmm. Two, two, 2.89. 2.89. Almost a three. Almost a three. Why almost is a that? three. I thought that it could have been scarier. Yeah. There was a lot of points where I thought, and for some reason, I remembered it being scarier. Maybe it's just... I'm older now. Maybe we've seen a lot more horror movies since then, and it's been a while. But I th- remind, I thought it was scarier. But there's some stuff that I feel like it just could have been built on better. And then like towards the end, like I said earlier, the pacing for me kind of got a bit off because I feel like there was a lot of, um, <clears throat> not build up, a lot of um, backstory ish, not backstory, but a lot of stuff to lead up to like this child's a demon. It's, you know, but we we kind of already very like fast like i think even with that meeting with doug was like okay there's something wrong with this bitch yeah like and i feel like it could have picked up a little bit more faster then and we could have gotten a longer i don't know feel like a more fleshed out ending because it did feel like it just kind of like went through the end really fast and then it was and then also like we just drowned her and then i'm also thinking of like and because then you hear the sirens come, i'm like how the fuck is she gonna explain this yeah (laughs) like she just you just left your burning house that we obviously can tell that you committed arson for. All your friends died. And then now the little girl's dead. Yeah. Like, obviously, there was a little girl staying with you now. And now she's gone. <laughs> so. Yeah. And you crashed your car into the lake. It almost seemed like. I guess I wanted more of a better story for Emily in this sense. Or more of a happier ending. Because I feel like, damn. like I feel like Emily's not going to get out of it. I don't either. And Homegirl was just trying to do her job at first. And then just got entangled with this demon. Like, yep. It's pretty. And I no one's going to believe her. Yeah, it gives me very, Did you ever watch that movie, Drag Me to Hell? Yeah. Like, same ending. Where it's just mm-hmm. like, damn. Like, you really wish there would have been, like, some... Isn't that one at the end where she's on the train tracks and, like, <laughs> yeah, she and, gets, like... And it's dragged back. You, dragged thought back. She ma- you thought she made it and she was going to be happy yeah. and be good. But then it was, like, nah. Like, we just... You, th- you thought she thought she beat the curse or whatever. Because remember that witch that cursed her from the bank or whatever? Mm-hmm. She was trying to work. She was working that bank and she got spit on. But anyways. And she was just doing her job. It, was, it wasn't her. She was... I mean, the... the you know what I mean? If yeah. She, if she wanted to, you know, accept that lunch, she she wanted, she probably wanted to, but the bank told her no. Anyways, um, yeah. So, um, but I mean, all in all, um, Emily did a really good. That Renee did a really good job. Everybody did a really good job. I thought uh, Bradley Cooper scene in the bathroom with the bees was pretty cool too. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna give it a three. I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three. Yeah. Um, also, um really liked that dude um mike he's a really good actor he's the dude from the halloween movie mm-hmm. uh-huh remember the newer one yeah the, and he plays the he's in lots of things and yeah oh yeah for sure but he, and he was the doctor that um was like had a fascination with uh 
Michael Myers and then basically let him loose so that he can run back into Laurie Strode. He's like yeah. the whole cause of the the newer 2018 Halloween. Um, thank you. Ian yeah. McShane. Yes, him. Yeah, he's been in. I love his so voice. Many John Wick. All the John Wicks. He was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, Captain Barbados, I think. And lots of other Barbara Hercules. He was a voice in Coraline and Kung Fu Panda. What? Cute. Hellboy. He was in Hot Rod. That's what I know him from oh, okay. the most. He was the dad in Hot Rod. Got it. Hot Rod is my favorite well, movie you love of Andy all time. Samberg, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, Andy mm-hmm. Samberg's mm-hmm. one of my main boys. Love wow. him. <clears throat> No wonder you like Adam Driver. I feel like Addie's and I feel like they're the one and the same person. Oh, like they're because of their interchangeable. Nose. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> their height, their nose, their similar vibes. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so yeah, I give it a three. I just give it a solid three. That's fair. You want to know some trivia? Yes. This movie was completed in 2007 and was initially scheduled for an American release in August of 2008, but it was delayed twice before its final release date on October, this says uh, 2010, three years after completing production. But I'm guessing it was one of those things where... Jeez, that's a long time. American and foreign release dates are different. Are different, yeah. 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 Um, Chloe Grace Moretz and Isabel Furman were considered for the part of Lilith Sullivan. Uh, but coincidentally, this movie opened in the United States the same week as Let Me In, which featured Moretz. I don't think Chloe Grace Moretz would have been as creepy. No. I don't Something think so. about a little blonde girl's not as creepy. Well, and isn't the Isabel Furman girl, that's the girl from The Orphan. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's literally the girl from The Orphan. Yep. So I, it's funny how we were like, oh, she gives the same vibes. Yeah. I, I could have seen that one better. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie was released in New Zealand first on August 13th, 2009, and it didn't get it. the American theatrical release for another year. Mm, okay. um, and then. That's funny. What else happened? Uh, it said Samantha Weinstein also auditioned for the role of Lilith. Well, and. um. That the girl who actually played Lilith in this, I feel like I've seen her in other stuff too, but I like couldn't place my my finger on it. Oh yeah, she's been in. She's other been things in. Oh, too. she was in Silent Hill. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I was like, I know her from something else, but I couldn't remember oh, exactly. Oh, and I knew what. she. Yeah, she was in the Cabin in the Woods. I remember. I and the Twilight. Yeah, she was in Twilight. I know that much. I remember her now. Did she play the grown Renesmee? No, I think she played just some like off vampire or something or one of the other. Oh, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. remember, wasn't that the one whenever the redheaded girl was trying to like build her army and she like made other little vampires that didn't really matter? Mm, it's been a while since I've seen okay. Twilight films. Um, But yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, any other fun facts? Nope, that's <coughs> all. Um. What's your boo rating? Um. She is also in the 2002 Carrie. Hmm. Keep it horror related. Yep. Um, I would give it a three. A three? Yeah. It's all a three. A three for me. Three booze. Uh, it was an all around pretty okay movie. Um, I enjoyed everyone's acting, like you said. Everyone did a pretty solid job. Nothing was too terribly unbelievable. 
I like, think even the Maggie, the dad, Edward, like even the smaller roles, even Diego, Diego did a good little job for yeah, his little kid role. He did. Yeah. Even, all of the acting was good. Even that one bitch that said, don't ever do that again. When she came and like pulled the girl out of, yeah. her out of the therapy session. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, all around pretty believable movie. It was like I was watching, mm-hmm. you know, something unfold. It feels like unfortunately stuff that happens all the time in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, it's a pretty, you know, not a whole lot. I mean, it's a creepy kid movie, which is pretty standard. But and a kid being a demon, which is also pretty standard. But it felt like a unique take on that. Yeah. To it, me. It did as well. It kind of it felt like an original story. Yeah. It didn't feel like something I'd seen before. But I also feel like it could have been maybe even hammed up a little bit more. It was just a little bit scarier. Or maybe I would have liked to seen her turn into a full-fledged demon. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of just the little flashes of her. But even then, I guess it is, like you said. Maybe say, the budget the, the, wasn't big enough. But, but like you said, too, sometimes, like, the mystery or, like, having only seeing a little bit of things. Like, just seeing that one arm, like, especially pop out at the end mm-hmm. of the car. Like, that was pretty, like, oh, whoa. Kind of gives terrifying. you, like, what could have been. Like, or what could she do? Like, it kind of yeah. makes her seem like she could do anything, which is even scarier. Yeah. yeah. Like, Hulk out of that car mm-hmm. and still come after Emily. I feel like she's still alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She could be mm-hmm. very easily. Case 42. Probably has. Probably has, like, like what would the ability the to. title to Case 39? Like, the, right? Just another case. case. 39.2. Yeah. Case. It's like Lion King one and a half. Yeah. Oh, with Timon and Pumbaa. Mm-hmm. The backstory. Cute. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's 2009's Case 39. Brought to you, once again, from the lovely Rogue Media Network studio. That's right. They take great care of us. And you can listen to us and all the other amazing podcasts on this network all in one central place. And that is at RogueMediaNetwork.com. And you can also listen to us on wherever you get your podcasts, the biggest two being Spotify and also Apple. And wherever you do listen, don't forget to rate, review, like, and subscribe. That's right, because that's the only way we can get ahead in the charts. I told you this weekend, but I'll mention it here again. We showed up on the suggested for someone that didn't know me, but now knows me. Super cool. And so we were. I was telling my students, maybe at university level, Mm-hmm. that I do this podcast. Then all of a sudden I said boobays and the girl was like, wait, one of the girls was like, this sounds familiar. And mm-hmm. then she was like, hold on, let me look at my phone. And she pulled it up and she was listening. Like the last, one of the last things she had been listening to was our purge episode. And we just showed up randomly in her uh, suggested feed, which was really cool. Yeah. It felt neat and organic. And so as opposed to like, Oh, you made her do it or she knew you. Yeah. 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 It's like people actually know us who are not our fan and fr- friends and family. Yeah. Yeah. Which or the like, you know, couple of devoted fans that we do have because mm-hmm. we do have some good fans. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. So I was excited for that. Um, but yeah, it's, it does help us get ahead in this world whenever you actually like rate and review. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it, it helps us get ahead on the charts. So please don't, if you're listening and you haven't done that yet, please go do that. We'd super duper appreciate it. Yes. But five stars only, please. Don't hurt our feelings. Only five stars, please. Um, <laughs> but if you want to let us know your thoughts on Case 39, or if you have any su- other suggestions for us on what movies we should cover for Spooky Season, we're going to mm-hmm. do a mix of 
uh, films that we choose and then also listener requests. So if you have any ideas that you want us to cover, please reach out to us and you can do so on our one social media platform, which is Instagram. And that is at at Boobays Podcast, and that's at B-O-O-B-A-E-S, because we're your boobays, not your boob babes. So make sure you don't put that B in there, the extra B. Extra B. Mm-hmm. Use some Bs, though. Use the first B <laughs> and the third B. But um, like always. Second B. So, well, what is it? Use the first and the third B, right? B-O-O-B. Oh, I get it. Or yeah. Fourth, but oh. only two Bs. What did only be? Yeah, you're right. Mm, all right. You know what? It's just that boobays. Boob babes. Boob bays. Boob bays. Boob. Oh, I see what you mean now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, is there anything else, Kayla? I don't think so. So until n- what are we covering next? Not the, the nun. nun. Is not it the, the nun? nun? No, it's the not evil the dead nun. rise. <laughs> the evil dead rise. We're gonna be doing we told y'all last week it was the nun. Surprise, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's and it's not the rise. nun again. It's the evil dead rise. So that's exciting. It's uh, We saw that movie in theaters together, and mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch it again and take some notes on and it. And if you'd like to watch it before you hear our episode, it is on HBO Max, you guys. So you can go stream that for free. For free. free. Well, I mean, you have to kind of. You have to pay for HBO Max. But if you don't have it, you can probably get a trial subscription. Do that. Make up a fake email. Hit up a friend. Someone's got to have it. Someone's got it. But But until next time, you guys. Bye, Bays. Bye, Bays.